coming at you live from the Do-Rag Dungeon. I'm that boy Coop back with a regular ass episode of the Carolina Kid Podcast Rewired. This episode is brought to you by Ash Ankles and Smell of Earring Backs. Subscribe to the Brass Intelligence everywhere podcasts are downloaded. Following the Rod and Karen Doctrine, leave a nice five-star review on iTunes slash Apple Podcasts and I'll read it on the show. Man, I... In the year of our Lord, 2020, August 27th, episode 51, we own that that fuck shit like you know in stranger things where there's like the upside down like whatever is beneath that motherfucker is where we are right now okay like there's like a hell below like that's where we at we we at the hell under hell you like damn that's super hell yes it's it's super hell that's where the super devil live you know you got a super motherfucking devil you know (laughs) that's where that shit live in all of this fuckery, in all of this sadness that we are dealing with, in all the bullshit we dealing with, because it's coming, the bullshit coming in this episode. I'm, I'm just forewarned. You have been forewarned, nigga. I'm going to crack a joke here and, here and there, you know. I got to keep y'all happy and, and y'all spirits up and shit. So, with that being said, I was watching Disney Plus today and watching Disney Plus prior to this, you know. And I stumbled upon an old gym, you know, um, you know, typically we would watch Proud Family, you know, animated shit, Darkwing Duck, you know, you know, we get, we get all the under shit, you know, your, your typical usual suspect, the reason why you fucking got Disney Plus in the first place. I stumbled upon Smart Guy, live action TV show from the 90s, Taj Mahari, you know, kid that got a thousand iq you know in high school he like 10 years old you know and it has an interesting dynamic because this nigga smart as fuck but he's still a nigga you know it's like (laughs) like he tj henderson the type of nigga that'll teach the class but then take your girl like tj henderson the type of nigga (laughs) that that'll, that'll, that'll fucking be the mascot and shit uh, uh, the basketball team because he's short as fuck but he'll end up teaching or end up coaching the fucking basketball team with his brother on it like <laughs> his brother like nigga you take we winning like but still i like the dynamic that like he's still 10 years old he's still a kid he still has lessons that he needs to learn and that has aged so well now some of the things that might be said is like 90s and shit and sometimes that stuff don't age well but at its core it has aged gracefully um so with that being um said um i have an idea will packer i have a movie i need to pitch to you because will packer this is this is right down your fucking alley um this nigga should make a movie called intelligent nigga because every time (laughs) every time will packer come out with a movie it's always a flip on like a white american classic fuck it let's do something that was already black and just be like you know what this is the movie based off the movie this show is smart guy and it'd be just called intelligent nigga but it still got taj maori and that motherfucker still got essence atkins in that motherfucker still got omar gooden still got jason weaver but everybody older and like you know, Omar Gooden, instead of him being like regular ass Mo and shit, you know, just a friend, that nigga can be his uncle. <laughs> I don't know what to do with the daddy. I don't know. I, you got me on that one. But <laughs> intelligent nigga will be rated R 
coming to a hood in 2025. <laughs> 2025, nigga. Coming to a hood near you. White people will like it too, so we're gonna bring it to like the, the nice theater with the jujubes and and and, 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 the, and the blankets, the heated blankets with the recliners and shit. You can bring it there too. But <laughs> with all that shit, um, intelligent nigga will be rated all because he trying to fuck. You know, he he trying to do other shit, but he is an extremely intelligent nigga, you know, that is out here changing the world. But he still got problems as a nigga. <laughs> like I can see the type of trepidation this nigga had to go through. It, it, it just <laughs> the setup is just immaculate. You, Will Packer, call me, call me, hit me up. You know I can be executive producer on your movie. Okay, Girls Trip won't nothing but 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 the Hangover with black women. Okay, um, Little won't nothing but um, Big with a black girl. Okay, like. I'm with it. I'm, I'm, I'm with it. <laughs> I'm just fucking with y'all. Anyway, um, you know what? Let's get into pop culture. Let's talk about Monica, Master P, and C Murder because that shit has all types of ter- turns, twists, and bends. Okay, I'm, I'm on this um this this site called Urban Islands. Okay, um, they wrote an article talking about C Murder having an alleged mistress, and she slams Monica following the beef with Master P. So this is it's, it's more layers into this shit. So if you've heard this before, it's another twist. So Monica's tough time at the bands of those close to C Murder is not over yet. The R&B star found herself in the middle of a family feud last week when C. Murder's brother, Master P, why they had to say it like that? It could have been Master P's brother, C. Murder. <laughs> Never mind. Could have been Master P, C. Murder's brother. Okay. Call her out on the Instagram. Monica and C. Murder had been romantically involved in the lead up to his imprisonment in 2003, but it was recently revealed that the boy is mine singer and kim kardashian have joined the fight to have him freed after monica told kim kardashian about his story it turns out that master p has since vented his frustration and now a female is coming out the woodwork to blast the songstress (laughs) c murder whose real name is Corey miller was arrested in january 2002 for the murder of 16 year old steve thomas and ultimately found guilty of second degree murder Two years ago, key witnesses, two key witnesses in the case recanted their testimony, hmm, alleging that they had been pressured by authorities to testify against the Making Moves rapper. Interesting. So that nigga might not be guilty, honestly. I don't know. More remains to be seen. C. Murder's brother, Master P, shared his belief and frustration that his younger brother has shown more gratitude toward monica and kim than his own family the grammy award winner defended herself on ig prompting the record producer to apologize but now someone else has it out for monica see murder's alleged mistress the plot thickens all monica did was finesse his kids and sneak to the prison the lady was married wrote a woman whose handle is she's she flies planes okay but y'all know how <laughs> I'm reading this shit and I'm like, why is this letter? Why are these up here twice? Why are these words up here twice? She's speaking like ha ha Davis. But y'all know, <laughs> but y'all know, know how down down I was. Let's be clear, clear. <laughs> 
I moved four minutes away from Angola prison. I'm realer than any man you will ever meet. The words were accompanied by pictures of her and C murder. And when I'm telling you that these pictures are authentic, that tall ass nigga is right next to her. She ain't, she won't bad looking either. You know, she, ain't, she ain't bad looking. Like when I say, damn, damn, she, she got recipients, not receipts. She got them recipients. And, and, and them tags on top of them shit. She got the prices of them tags, everything. Monica has not addressed the second instance of being thrown under the bus, but she has at least had something to look forward to as she will be going against her laborious mind collaborator, Brandy, in the versus battle. Let me tell you something. That shit happened two days ago. I did not tune in. <laughs> Sorry. Anyway, that's that situation. So that's interesting. Homegirl just popped out of the woodwork, got all these pictures, like, with, with kids and shit. Like, with kids. you With kids. Shit. I'm just saying, shit, shit, shit is real. So, I'm just gonna um, tell y'all right here, this is where it get a little, get a little, get a little sad. Now, um, Jacob Blake, as y'all know, was shot seven times, um, attempting to enter a vehicle by police. Unbeknownst to him, he was being followed by the police after breaking up a fight in Kenosha, Wisconsin. Um, and he is now currently um, paralyzed from the waist down, I believe. Um, and there has been protests um, throughout. And th the crazy part is he was from Winston-Salem, North Carolina. Now, as y'all niggas know, I was born in Winston-Salem, North Carolina, and this hits me in my heart. And there are protests actually, I think, starting to happen in Winston-Salem, North Carolina, because he was born and raised there, but he moved to Kenosha later on. Um, and the worst part was he was shot by the police seven times in front of his kids. They had to see him being shot. Like, <sighs> okay, so it gets worse. As protests kind of start to break out in Kenosha, um, there's a 17-year-old shooter that shoots three and kills two and is only arrested. Now, that's interesting. The one that's actually d committing the violence doesn't see anything. I I'm guessing that, you know, he got a nice little ride around Kenosha and, you know, a little taxi around Kenosha and, and, and eventually they stop by Burger King. Yeah, 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 yeah. It sounds about right. Um, and... I just, I don't know what to do. Like, the NBA suspended games um, yesterday. And I was like, justifiably so. Like, justifiably so at this point. I'm sitting here like, bro, like, what is it going to take for this bullshit to stop? You know, um, we're not asking for a whole lot as black people. We're just asking for the same being the same like asking that we matter is a debate why asking that we matter is a debate like what seriously not that we're better not that we're the greatest that we just matter like what's like it's funny because this is kind of like taken from a bit that Michael Che had in his stand up, Michael Che Matters, right? And he says, 
you know, the same exact thing I said. And he's like, well, what's the next, what's the next thing that we have to bargain for? That we exist? Because I mean, it, it's getting so ridiculous that like, dude, I can tell you every single person that has died over some police bullshit look like I can definitely see me and them. Like I legit cried when um I watched Doc Rivers yesterday. Um they interviewed him about like, you know, why they were kind of shutting down the, the playoffs right now and postponing all these games and he was like, man, like he was talking about the RNC and how people were being treated and he just he was breaking out and crying and I was breaking out and crying with him because it, it's just like when is enough ever going to be enough for these people to understand the best way to really relay this message is to people that don't look like us people that understand the fight to a certain extent maybe not as well as we do but to a certain extent to at least relay the message to people that look like them and they'll be like oh i see now i understand like that that makes the message being delivered so much better you know i don't even want to read this article about this 17 year old shooter fuck him i fuck his existence i don't want to know his name I, I honestly sometimes you you see people with that much hate in their hearts and you're just like you know what just take his fuck ass around the back put a damn bag over his head just just put him on the ground and put two in his skull like i truly feel like that sometimes but what would that solve when you know will will my man like th those two people that died they're not coming back that one person that's injured we don't know what the extent of their injuries are my man jacob blake will he ever walk again you know what i'm saying like even if there's a lawsuit like that doesn't stop the next police shooting from potentially happening at this point like you getting fucking tired of this shit like bro like this shit just keeps happening and you just like fuck it after a while you just like fuck it fuck it i don't i don't i don't need it i don't need it anymore i don't need it i get get the whole fuck out of here like i i don't need it anymore woosah woosah that's like my mantra to like cool me the fuck down because I'm like literally like when I tell you about to blow a gasket, a nigga about to blow a gasket. Okay. Um <laughs> so this is not much better when it comes to the news, but let's move to sports. Um Coach Ron Rivera has been diagnosed with cancer. And luckily, it's been caught earlier on, so it can be treated at a much earlier rate. Um, and I just wish my old coach ron rivera who is still my favorite coach um a speedy recovery because he just always had like this aura of being a strong great man you know when it comes to leading as a person and leading as a coach and um i just wish him the speediest of recoveries um and He'll get through this. He's strong. He's a strong dude. He'll get through this. Um, so let's move on to Earl Thomas out here fucking tripping. Okay. <laughs> he was like, Earl Thomas tripping again? What do he do now? 
Earl, Tom, Earl, Earl Thomas be out here, bro, doing this, do the fucking most, bro. Like nigga be out here just be like, hey man, I don't know, I couldn't tell you what day it was, what year it was, but I fucked up, nigga. <laughs> just, no shit, you did fuck up. <sighs> Let's take this article from the Seattle Times that was written by Matt Calkins. Um, Earl Thomas's release from Ravens was an overdue shot of humility for a former Seahawk. Truth Part 1. Earl Thomas is the most honest, candid NFL player I can remember interviewing. The former Seahawks' unfiltered responses were as refreshing as they were compelling. I can't recall the safety being rude or condescending or phony to the media during his time here. When you're probably playing a game as emotional and taxing as football, that's it. impressive. Um, truth Part 2. Despite that, it seems somewhere along the way, Thomas became an egomaniac whom the Seahawks were wise to let go. On Sunday, the Baltimore Ravens cut Thomas as his unpopularity in their locker room appeared to reach a crescendo. The tipping point came after he punched fellow safety Chuck Clark during practice last week. Nigga. <laughs> Seahawks coach Pete Carroll said he felt bad for Thomas, which isn't surprising given how Carroll speaks incessantly well of his former players. But Thomas isn't a sympathetic figure here. He just got hit with an overdue shot of humility. Remember 2017, two years after the Seahawks made him the league's highest paid safety, Thomas told ESPN that they don't respect me like they need to. Football players be saying shit like that when they refuse to offer an extension. But this was a, this was simply standard practice in Seattle, where the brass never extends the contracts of players with more than one year left on their deals. Nevertheless, after Thomas's Seahawks beat the Cowboys on Christmas Eve that same year, the Texas native ran over to Dallas coach Jason Garrett and told him, "Come get me." The next year, Thomas sat out of the preseason in the hopes of getting an extension, but did not do so quietly. Playing on a four-year, $40 million contract, he wrote on Instagram that the disrespect has been well noted and will not be forgotten. Damn. After returning to the team so as not to forfeit game checks, he admitted he sat out of practice that week to avoid risking injury. And a week later, after breaking his leg versus the Cardinals, he flipped Carol the bird while being caught off the field. I do remember that. None of this means it was inevitable that Thomas would cause tension with the Ravens after signing with them in 2019. But the aforementioned acts suggest that Earl Thomas's biggest fan was clearly Earl Thomas. So when reports emerged that he was abrasive with teammates or regularly tardy, it shouldn't have come as a surprise. His final years in Seattle shed light on what Thomas was becoming. Yep, pretty much. <laughs> pretty much an asshole um and we're not even including like the time my nigga almost got shot by his wife because he went to go cheat on her and have a threesome or, or a mosomsome or orgy with his brother and two women which i don't even know man they were caught all in the bed together. She pulled a gun on the nigga, and I'm still sitting here like, but why, nigga? Why did you, <laughs> like, thank God the nigga ain't get shot, but shit. Nigga, you wildin', bro. Like, she, if she gotta be wildin' on your ass, that's not good. 
because you that means you fucking wilding. Like, man, this nigga is spiraling like out of control. It, what can I fucking say? Like, <laughs> what, what do you want me to say? Like, this nigga is losing it. <laughs> he losing it. He, he he started feeling himself too much. Okay, here's the thing. To an extent, as a football player, you gotta be feeling yourself at least a little bit. But this nigga feeling himself so much that it's like fucking up his career and his love life and his marriage and like like it j- next. <laughs> Roger Goodell says independent investigation allegations against Washington owner Dan Snyder is underway. Ex Washington employee lewd video made for Snyder. <laughs> I shall click on this ESPN article and inspect further. Yes. Uh, (laughs) Former Washington employee says lewd video of cheerleaders made for owner Daniel Snyder. Um, continue. A former Washington football team executive instructed employees to create a behind the scenes video for owner Dan Snyder featuring clips of partially nude cheerleaders. Pulled from a 2008 swimsuit calendar shoot, the Washington Post is reporting. Oh, damn. So, cheerleader titties? Cheerleader titties. Brad Baker, who previously worked for former senior vice president and lead broadcaster Larry Michael, told the Post in an interview that Michael told members of his staff to make videos for Snyder. Michael denied the allegations, of course. When reached by the post, of course, this nigga did. <clears throat> Larry said something to the effect of, "We have a special project that we need to get done for the owners today, or the owner today. He needs us to get the good bits of the behind-the-scenes video from the cheerleader shoot on the DVD for him." <laughs> cheerleader titties, <laughs> cheerleader titties. Basically, Washington cheerleader titties, <laughs> and. You know, since they're technically employees of the of the Washington football team, that that's quid pro quo in itself. Like, they probably didn't want to do that shit. But they were like, well, the owner really would like it if you did, you know, just give him a little nipple. Like, man, this shit ain't never okay, bro. Like, shit. Snyder issued a statement wednesday afternoon saying he was unaware of the allegations in the post and denying any knowledge of 10 year old videos nigga first of all for you to say 10 year old videos implies that you knew something about these videos nigga ain't nobody say how old them videos were (laughs) and nigga can't do math them videos was 12 years old (laughs) the videos was 12 years old you fuck it up (laughs) you fucking up out here like (laughs) get your lies right (laughs) fucking up Nah, he, he he ain't shit. He ain't never been shit. He's still gonna be the shittiest owner of all time. And he's and he says this also. I did not request the creation and I never saw them, said Snyder, who added that the post refused to provide copies of the videos to the team to be forensically evaluated and authenticated. Wow. <laughs> okay. Alright, that's that is that. And um on that, on that, on that nut of a note, <laughs> let me let me stop. Let let me stop. On that fuck ass note, um, that has been the episode. And um, as always, you can go to the Blavic link 
um, to get you a nice ass do rag. I might think about giving me one of the luxe do rags. You know, you get the Louis Vuitton. You know, you get you the Burberry version. You know, you get you the Fendi one. You know, you know, you can be styling and profiling while you still hood and shiny. You feel me? Um, but as always, thank you. <laughs>